Okay, so Petite Maman, which is the latest from Celine Siemar, whose films I absolutely love, Portrait of a Lady on Fire, Girlhood, which was the kind of the culmination of the accidental trilogy of youth. Um, and, of course, she has a, a screenwriting credit on uh, My Life as a Courgette, which is just... She's brilliant. I, I actually am starting to think that she might be my favourite filmmaker because, mm. because she just doesn't put a foot wrong. And here we are again. So, Petite Maman... Story is, young girl, Nellie, um, she's just lost her grandmother. We see her saying goodbye to everybody else in the, in, in the care home, the hospital. Um, and she's very worried that she didn't say goodbye properly. She and her parents then go to the house of the grandmother, which backs straight onto woods in a kind of fairy tale way. The woods are almost coming into the house. The autumnal leaves have blown up into the garden. And her mother is obviously dealing with sadness, and she is dealing with her mother being sad and also with her own sadness about you know the loss of her grandmother. She goes out into the woods searching for a hut that she hears that her mother had made when she was a child. Two things happen. The first is that her mother decides that she can't she, she can't be around and so she goes off. Second thing is that in the woods, Nellie meets a young girl, her own age, uncannily similar, called Marion, which is her mother's name. And Marion lives in a house that backs onto the woods that is weirdly similar to the house of the grandmother. And Marion also appears to be living a life which eerily echoes the stories that Nellie has heard about her own mother. What the film then does is something quite magical and quite brilliant, because in a way it's a fairy tale, in a way it's a fable presents you with a situation and in a very, very matter-of-fact way, it says, this may be what's happening, or maybe not, but this maybe this is what's happening. And what you then get is, like I said, a fairy tale, a fable, a, a story that is on one level utterly magical, and you know you could interpret it as a kind of back to the future, but without the DeLorean, or it's an entirely internal story about a meeting that may happen or may not happen. I mean, you can see connections to things which I love, like Thomas Midnight Garden or Antonio Barber's The Ghosts or those sort of things. But the reason that the film has such impact is because it is played completely naturally. It's really brief. It's 72-odd minutes long. It's beautifully filmed by Clay Mathon, who shot Spencer, incidentally. And... What it's about is, it's about bridging the generational divide, okay? It's about the way in which the barriers that can come down between parents and children can be bridged. It's also, it's a kind of fantastical what-if story. What if it was possible to have a conversation with your parents when they weren't your parents? I thought this film was absolutely sublime. I just, I, I watched it... With the biggest smile on my face, I cried, I was moved by it. I just sat there enraptured thinking, this is this is cinema. This is it it's this is the, the machine for creating empathy. This is the machine for telling stories that puts you right in the middle of those stories. It is a U certificate film, therefore it is suitable for everyone, as we know. Well done you. And I cannot recommend it highly enough. It, as far as I'm concerned, it's gone straight into my list of one of the greatest films made for people of all ages. I guarantee you, Simon, mm -hmm. that you would love it. And I would say to anybody out there, if you get the chance, Petite Maman 
is will just transport you and heal you and make you feel better about the world. And I'm welling up talking about this because it's it's so profound. 